0: Hebrews 12one 3 Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, lay a, let us lay aside every weight, and the sin which so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. That's the verses I want to concentrate on. The Christian life is not a life for wimps. It's a race, a journey, a battleground. On the one hand, we have Jesus cheering us on with a great cloud of witnesses. I'm not sure if that means loved ones who have gone on to heaven can see what's going on in our daily battles with sin, sickness, job loss, a marriage breakup, being rejected, misunderstood, lied about. I often look at my Christian life like the book and movie versions of Pilgrim's Progress. I know the path I have to follow to get to God's kingdom in heaven someday. Along the way, I'll have christians or perhaps the holy spirit encouraging me to keep going when i fall down or something from god's word gives me a boost to in my faith gets a, a boost to get going i also will have satan and his lying followers telling me to stop and rest a while at some nice playgrounds to amuse me it could be the offer of an easier life without the need to be a strong witness for jesus perhaps a better paying job which will cut into my walk with god leaving me to have a little time to worship on Sundays, read his words, and pray. Perhaps it will be the siren song of a lustful spirit to compromise my faith, because you deserve it, no one will ever know. But even if no one knows, God does. Perhaps it would be the the desire to get rich by gambling, playing the lottery, which may make you wonder why God didn't bless you like he looks like he did other Christians. And then all of a sudden, a root of bitterness takes root in your spiritual life. Perhaps the thought will come to you, why push yourself so hard to be so dedicated for God? Look around you. Other Christians are taking it easy. You'll get to heaven someday anyway. Relax. Enjoy yourself. Watch this program. Have a social drink with other people. Only ministers need be praying all the time. God understands. You deserve a break, have a rest, sleep. Well, whatever it is, whatever the thought, it all leads you down a path, the path of least resistance. Give in, take it easy, and sin won't even feel like sin anymore. It's like the time my wife and I went to a restaurant. The lights were off inside. So dark, the waiter went ahead of us with a flashlight. You couldn't see the tables of other people, and a small candle was on the table. I barely found my seat. As we sat down, my thought was, I sure hope that's my wife across from me, and I'm not at the wrong table. She said, don't worry. In a little while, our eyes will get used to the dark. And immediately I thought, that's like sin. It starts out so clear, logical, common sense reasoning, and... Yet it's a heart that's drifted away from God and his word is a life like that. You know, you've, you've gotten used to the dark. After a while, you look back at your life and you realize you have drifted away from God. In Pilgrim's Progress, the main character, Christian, has to overcome different obstacles. He had to learn after making wrong choices where he went wrong and set his feet back on the path to heaven. You and I are faced with obstacles every day. Life won't always be sweet and pleasant. It never was for me. My whole life has seen ups and downs. I wish there had been more ups instead of downs, but that's the race I was on. I'll be 67 soon, an age I can hardly believe. I've lost so many people over the years. Some were believers, some were not. Over the years, some have accepted what I told them about Jesus. Many have not. They felt or looked at their playgrounds and they stopped on their life's journey and thought, why is he being so hung up about that Jesus stuff? I kept walking. Though I'm sure family and friends thought at times, Leo's a nice guy, but that Jesus outlook outlook on life is a bit out there. I know on the race I'm on where it it has led me. When I came to Christ in June 1974, my life changed wonderfully. It was a quiet conversion, but others saw I was different. The old cursing, swearing, negative, porno movie watching, lying Leo seemed different. I was so nice to be around. I said please and thank you. I stopped cursing and swearing. Stopped watching things I shouldn't have been watching in the first place. It was like I was in love with someone. My personality was changed. The old me was gone. The newness had come. Lay aside every weight. Lay aside everything that used to make you fall. Watch violent movies? No. Stop watching them. They only drain your walk with God. I don't think anyone can watch a violent movie and not grieve the Holy Spirit. How does the fruit of the Spirit grow in the heart and mind of the person who watches people being killed and things are blown up? Sexual immorality. Do you have a problem with this? Avoid anything which can trip you up. Anything which will make you think, oh that's not so bad. Yeah, I can see that as uh, a loving act, and yeah, those two might not be you know, equally yoked, but they sure do love each other, and well, okay, that, that sounds weird, but if two consenting adults agree to it, every weight. Be careful, because sin is subtle, or well, they're not as spiritual as we are. Like the woman who said for a pastor one day, Pastor, I believe God has given me the gift of being able to point out the faults of other people. And the pastor replied, That is one gift. God would rather have you take a shovel and bury it. There is a subtle way of not being content with what you have. You see all the lottery ads out there. A few bucks and you might become a millionaire. Pay all your bills off. Live it up. The Bible warns us of this. Those who want to get rich fall into many sorrows. I heard some lottery winners say, being rich is great, except you never know if people are going to be nice to you because you got money, or at some point want something from you, and some on a continual basis want money from you all the time. Rich as they are, many are either wondering if they can hold on to it for long as the dollar rises and falls. So many amusements, so many things to stop you, to get you to lose interest in God's plan for your life, even sickness. At times, God may allow sickness into your life. In moments where you're left, you know, with more questions than answers, your faith can take a direct hit. Your emotions can unravel you. You'll want God to heal you, and then he'll let you endure pain, pain that hurts and cry for mercies that seem to go unanswered, healing and and making you lose sleep. Pain meds. It may leave you feeling humbled, and even humiliated. In these times we need to stay thankful in his word and pray no matter what. God will deliver us in his good timing in this life or the next. The thing is to not lose faith in in him looking to Jesus as our example of one who endured the cross for the sins of the world. One day our pain will be over. One day the struggles in life will end. One day my journey will rest as Jesus meets me at the finish line where I long to be hugged by him and told, Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord and the great cloud of witnesses, saints of all the ages, family and friends who have gone on before me and the holy angels of God will welcome me home, home forever. Amen. Till next time.